I had been at one of the very popular waterfalls. And two hours later, when I had driven away, okay. he was there videoing from his Instagram story. So you Dwight knew Trude. Dwight Trude had been right where I was standing. Uh, Not just one location, multiple locations that Josiah went to first. Maybe he was just following you. He's a mega fan of Josiah. (laughs) There's no way. But, I mean, ah, man. Listen, Rain Wilson, if you're a fan of the show, reach out to Josiah. Do, Do him a solid. How you brewing? It's time to get ground to earth. I'm David. And I'm Josiah. And we're back for our unpretentious coffee talk. Today, we're going to be talking about coffee locales, locations, shops, locally, and maybe when you're on a vacation, how do you know where to go? We just want to point you in the right direction. Go on a coffee crawl, coffee tour. Where do you find really great coffee? Uh, well, you know where I, I can find some good coffee right now? Inside this cup. Josiah, what's in the cup? What is in the cup, David? We're about to find out. I'll tell you right now that this is some very, very good coffee with no other details. I think it's always going to be very, very good coffee. We're going to aim for it to be really good coffee. Maybe one day we'll just pick up some coffee off the shelf at the supermarket and see if you can (laughs) figure out. Find the the note. Find any taste from it. Um, So this coffee is, like I said, very good coffee. And you're going to guess one of three flavor notes. At least one. At least one. But the goal is for you to guess at least one so you can keep the 12-ounce bag of coffee that we purchased. I want to earn it. I want my reward. Okay. That's our game. Let's do this. Let's make it happen. I get so close every single time we do this to saying what I taste because I get so excited about what I taste, but I know know what's on the back. I feel like there's something in the nut family in this. I'm looking for a hint in your eyes. I know. Yeah, okay. I'm trying to be as neutral as possible with my eyes. Yeah. Th- I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to say there's fruit is not in here. Oh, you were going to agree with me. Let me say this. The descriptions are creative for this one. They may not be found on the flavor wheel. There are some that would be. That's okay. I'm going to say... Um, almonds. And I'm going to say... Graham, almonds. I want you to be and, right. I really do. I'm rooting for you this what time. What he's saying is I've got one cho- chance left. Um... Caramel. Caramel. Okay. Um, Well, I am very excited to tell you that this coffee is from our friends Elevation Coffee. Okay. In Tampa, Carrollwood area. Really awesome. Super passionate about coffee. Um, And this is a coffee from Mexico. Okay. I'm not going to show David what's on this bag so we can show him what's on the plate. Okay. What's on the bag? What's in the plate? What's in our cup? Okay. 
Oh, slide-age. We got a little slide-age going on. Okay. You go the opposite direction. Okay. We're going the opposite direction this time. Oh, you... Hard for me to see. What? We've got pretzel, which you said I... gram, which is not too dissimilar. It's very dissimilar. Isn't well, it? maybe. I I mean, it's gram is sweeter, but they're both bready. Is gram bready? Yeah. Okay. I'd say so. I... It's it's got that. I love. I'm just fascinated with the power of suggestion because now I'm like, oh yeah. You're like, oh yeah. I get a pretzeliness hard, hard pretzel. from it. Yeah, totally. Okay, okay next. Pretzels. Okay, man, this is Royce gonna know as soon as I show this why I wanted you to get this so bad. Um, M and M's, chocolate, chocolate, <laughs> David. No. <laughs> He's guessed chocolate nearly every <laughs> single no! episode. I was shamed. Into <laughs> you were shamed into not saying chocolate. Oh man, because this one it seemed obvious. My first taste of it, I thought, I thought dark chocolate, which Eminem is not as dark. You can get dark chocolate. You ever played? You ever had the Scantron test in school? Yeah. And you're going C C. Third one can't be a C. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> that's what it was. It was chocolate, chocolate. This one can't and it be was a chocolate. A yeah. Okay. What's the third and final flavor note, Josiah? The very last one. Can you tell me what it is? I don't know what that is. Fig. That's a dry, is that a dried fig? It's a dried fig. Fig. I would love to see you taste it and then... Do you just? You can go ahead and, yeah. Those little seeds are fun. Mm-hmm. It's like is... a crackle on my teeth. Mm-hmm. This is good. That is good. I'm gonna eat the rest of that. And we're back. <laughs> David has just downed the M and M's and is working his way through chewing every single one of them. So I'm just going to tell you what we're going to talk about. I'm having the chocolate as my, it's a, oh, <laughs> caught in the throat. It's, I'm like, you know, comfort eating after my loss. Right. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what I like to do for comfort. I like to travel to different coffee shops. I know you do. Honestly, man, this is one of my favorite things about you. I feel like I live vicariously through you. It It's, it's wild because at least now that coffee is my profession, I'm doing it every single day. When I take a day off, I go to coffee shops and many people think I'm crazy. Oh, because they, they would think, hey, he, do you want to like kayak on your day off? Well, if your job is, is working at a kayak yeah. facility where, where you let people rent kayaks, you're, you're training people how to kayak, they'd probably imagine you wouldn't want to kayak on your day off. But I like to coffee on my day off. You do. But it's, there's something about exploring. Coffee tourism, I like to call it. Okay. Just going and finding coffee in a way you've not experienced it before. Yeah. And there's something more to it, right? It's one thing to be in your environment uh, at your coffee shop. And then it's another thing to pivot and experience a completely different um, environment. Somebody else's creative thought, somebody else's um, creative expression. Yeah. Expression. Okay. Yeah. Um, So, what I was curious about when I was thinking about this episode and what we would be talking about, I wanted to know, David, 
what is your favorite experience you've had at a coffee shop, not close to home, one that you went out of your way to visit? Yeah, I, I can think back to one particular instance where um, I was walking Boston. I was trying to get from one place to another. What were and, you doing in Boston? Um, I was actually uh, piggybacking on a trip uh, that my wife was taking. And so uh, I wandered Boston during the day while she was working. One of the benefits of marriage. I know. It was, Piggybacking. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a I'm thing. looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, so I would wander around Boston, and this was really in the day before you carried around a uh, computer in your pocket, and it could tell mm-hmm. you everywhere to go. So oh, I was- so you were you were without any yeah, I was, knowledge of the area? Let me, let me put it this way. It probably existed. I did not ha- have that technology at the time. Um, you didn't go into the hotel like foyer lobby area and just pick up one of those pamphlets. Oh, no. I think I did. I think I like did you? walked around yeah with an actual like uh, paper folding map, and that's how I navigated Boston. But I was on my way to a particular destination. Okay, and on my way there, I saw this this coffee shop just in the um, burbs of Boston, and so when that happens. I, I, I love finding a place when you're on your way to a place and you have enough time to just be there and experience it. Yeah, and and this particular shop had just a total. Um, it was it was more of a I don't know how to say it like a, like a chill earthy vibe, you know. So it wasn't necessarily like um, a, a lot of shops today have a, a modern clean vibe. This was yeah. like. Hey, you know, we're hanging out. I've got the VW van in the yeah. back. You yep. know, we're going to go cruising later and you know, like stuff all over the walls. Yeah. Kind of like kind of like if if a hippie made something like a cracker barrel. It's oh man, what a great description. It's like you were right? there, you know. Yeah, I remember. So <laughs> yeah. I, I was not there. Yeah. So uh that's the vibe it had and um I just remember, you know, everything was actual like dishware. Yeah. Cups and uh-huh. plates and forks and whatever if you wanted to get food so yeah um that left a lasting impression on me uh so and what's funny is i think oftentimes and i've heard it said before like the experience itself has an impact on your memory of how something tasted totally so um i i be honest with you i don't even know if i remember the drink i got or what it tasted like i just remember the experience of being there and that was what the fun was so can i ask if you went back to boston would you go out of your way once again to visit just just to be reminded of the memory? Oh, um, if yeah, they're still around. Yeah, absolutely. And not just be reminded of it, see how my experience again compares to my memory right. of the experience. Right. So yeah, absolutely. And especially now that I know more about specialty coffee, I'd be curious to see, um, pick up on things that I would not have previously noticed mm. about their um, actual coffee their brew whatever it is that they're doing there that's awesome i love that yeah my my experience with coffee i really i am looking for coffee basically everywhere i go um but the one memory that is burned into my memory that i believe i will know until i'm 99 is the time that i went out to iceland and i know we're trying to be unpretentious. I only went to Iceland because my buddy AJ and I from high school promised each other we would go one day. We just loved the idea of being on a giant island that was so diverse in its landscape. And I mean, honestly, the, the tourism there just in general 
is one that is seems to be highlighted all over the place. Seems like a cheaper version to get that Middle Earth experience rather than going to like You're New right. Zealand, right? It, yeah, it, it is a middle of the road way to get to Middle Earth. Um, it's the middle Middle Earth. But I will say uh, most movies that you see that are in the fantasy world, okay. if not filmed in New Zealand, are filmed in Iceland. Okay. Many of them are filmed in Iceland. Um, and Can so, I inject a fun fact? Oh, yeah. Please go Iceland fun facts. Iceland, no, not even Iceland fun fact. Oh. Josiah in Iceland fun fact. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Dwight Schrute, Rain Wilson was in this. It was in Iceland the same time he was. And I was following his stories. Yes. It, he was either at the same locations Josiah was going before or after Josiah was there, but never at the same time. For those of you who don't know, I'm I'm a mega office fan. Okay. Like it has been a conversation with my fiance that we need to own the office. Like own oh. a digital ability to watch it whenever we want, because we know that if we pay up for a subscription service, I will lose so much money. So, so you'd rather just own it I'd, outright. Yep. One and done. We own it. We have access to it at any time because we we are avid watchers what, of the show. But what happens when they like finally remaster uh, it in like 16K and then you don't oh, have that gosh. version? Yeah. I, I don't know what I'm going to... Well, I, they're going to keep taking my money. <laughs> they're going to yeah. keep taking my money. All that's to say is I think it was Roy who sent me a message because I had been at one of the very popular waterfalls and two hours later when i had driven away okay he was there videoing from his instagram story so you dwight knew Trude. dwight Trude had been right where i was standing uh, not just one location multiple locations that josiah went to first maybe he was just following you he's a yeah. mega fan of josiah <laughs> there's no way but i mean ah oh, man listen rain wilson if you're a fan of the show r- reach out to josiah yes. do, do him a solid there, yeah, it's it's it was something just crazy for me to see. Um, but I will say, going to Iceland, I had the opportunity to do what I always do because of this passion inside me for a cup of coffee. I knew I needed to find a place. So that was basically the only thing I researched. My friend AJ had our entire itinerary, but I said, dude, I'm going to need coffee. And so I had done some research previous to find a coffee shop. And we'll talk a little bit more about that, uh, how I found it, what you can use, what resources or tools or just ingenuity uh, to find coffee that you really like or will enjoy when you travel. Uh, But for me, I just did some quick research and found this coffee shop called Reykjavik Roasters. Okay. And when we got in town, Reykjavik is a large port city it, it's basically, I, I think it's the largest city in Iceland, but like the main stop. Um, so we went into Reykjavik. We had an Airbnb there. And um, the, I remember because the very first day, we were so tired from our travel and our flight um, that a few of the people that were with us decided to take a nap. But my uh, one of my closest friends, Riley, and I decided instead of taking a nap, we were going to go on a run. I don't know why we did this, but we just decided we wanted to see the city um, we, when you say a run, you don't mean like a coffee run. You mean like, jogging? no, I mean, a, I mean a literal run. Like we threw on athletic shorts and shirts. <laughs> you brought athletic gear with you on a trip to Iceland. Yes. Yes. I know it was like 30 degrees outside, but I knew, I knew that I wanted to get familiar with the land. And what better than going on a good run? Exactly. 
you said that like sarcastic. Um, yeah, no, I knew I wanted to go on a run. And, and so we decided to go on a run. We were running through the city and we passed it. I saw Reykjavik Roasters. There must've been some vinyl on the window or something, but it looked like this little house in downtown. Now they have, I've come to find out they have several locations. We stopped by. We, well, actually we may have just skipped it. Eventually, Riley and I and the rest of the crew make our way in for the very first time after this run, after finding it in the middle of the city, um, almost similar to your Boston experience. We didn't just know right where it was. Okay, I knew I wanted to go there, but we just came across it, which was really nice. And then when we make our way into the shop, my friend AJ was not interested in coffee, has never liked coffee, thought I was ridiculous for liking coffee in the first place. But we walk in, we're in Iceland. The people behind the bar just look cool. They're Icelandic, right? So we walk in and we look at the menu and he says, I don't know what I want. Just get me something. So I get him a pour over. Okay. They make him a pour over. I get a shot of espresso. Riley might've gotten a drip coffee. I think uh, one of the other people we were with got a latte. So everybody's trying each other's coffee. And Riley walks over to this record player in the corner and throws on a Bon Iver record. Bon Iver, Bon Iver, however you say it, throws on this record. It's playing in the background. We're in Iceland. You look out the window and you see the mountains. We're in the middle of the city in this home. You had a it moment. used to be a home. We had a, man, it was a moment. I will never forget. The coffee, like you said, now tasted like amazing to the nth degree. Yeah. Because... I've never experienced something just like that moment. So are you going to go chase that again? Or you have a, have a desire I to go back? I want to go back to Iceland so bad. Better still have that Bon Iver record. Dude, I really hope so. If not, I'll just bring my AirPods. Is that just, it? Just, yeah, play it. Something a uh, little, not, not quite the same though. Yeah, no, it's not the same. It isn't the same. It's just throwing something on a record. Everybody in the atmosphere is hearing the same thing, yeah. experiencing it So together. they just had like a record player and anybody could go throw something on? Yep. Feel the vibe? Yeah, it was awesome. Okay. They had the Seneso espresso, mach espresso machine. Man, the coffee tasted so good. Awesome. Well, listen, this isn't the only great coffee experience that you've had on the road. It isn't. So after the break, I want to hear more about how you figure out where you want to go. Let's do it. All right. All right, Josiah. So you just told us about your life you know, altering moment yes. in Iceland and the coffee shop experience that you had there. And we heard about your incredible trip to Boston and this surprise find yeah. of a coffee shop I wasn't on looking your way to get somewhere else. Yeah, right? just happened. So how do you increase the odds of having a great experience like that? What, what are you looking for when you're, when you're traveling? Even locally, what are you, what are you looking for? Well, I, I will say that one of the very first things that I'll say is just open your eyes and start to look. Because just like you did, you can stumble across something amazing. Mm -hmm. um, and it is, it's really valuable to live in the moment, to be present right where you are, and to allow yourself to sometimes get distracted. Um, and it's interesting because I don't find myself living that way all the time. I didn't even expect it to get this deep. Um, but when you do allow yourself to just be right where you are, Sometimes you'll find some pretty amazing things. Um, and if you're just ready to get to where you're going, yeah. you'll miss the journey. There, there's got to be a hundred different 
quotes for that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's funny because that you just described me in a nutshell, which is I'm usually looking for like I'm very um, prescribed uh, from point A to point B type yeah. of person. So Boston was maybe that moment where I didn't have the fully prescribed schedule, and mm-hmm. so I had the the opportunities and the moments to maybe sidestep and try something different. Yeah, you you gave yourself the freedom to find something you would have never found. Well, and and that experience is way outside of my comfort zone because yeah. I am a, I don't like to do things by myself. I'm a people person. And so traveling around in an unfamiliar place by myself, walking the streets is very unfamiliar to me. And so that maybe because I was already out of my comfort zone, yeah. I was willing to try something different. And that might even be a really good way to say what I was trying to say, get outside of your comfort zone, but be present. Yeah. Uh, because when you are outside of your comfort zone, you'll experience things you've never been able to experience before. You know, It's also really valuable to do some research beforehand, to go ahead and hunt. Now, there are a few different ways that I do this. Okay. I mean, uh, are, you, are you yelping? It, to be totally honest, I normally, for me, I start with Google. Okay. And now that sounds like the obligatory everyone's first response, but I don't just look for what Google recommends. I try to go deep into what Google may not even recommend, smaller businesses. Um, And I I will look for places with photos. It's helpful when you can see what's going on in the shop. Um, I do like to be naturally drawn to a place. Okay. Um, But oftentimes when I go to look at what's inside that coffee shop, I'm looking for gear that maybe I recognize, uh, you know, I'm looking for. Wait, so what would be gear that you would be looking for if somebody's unfamiliar with the type of gear to look for? Like, is there a brand of espresso machine? You're like, oh, okay. All right. So they, they care a little bit more than the average person. I, there's not a specific, I'm not going to promote just one brand of espresso machine because there are a lot of high yeah. quality espresso machines, but I do look for La Marzocco or Seneso. Um, Slayer has incredible espresso machines. People may not know what these look like. And for a lot of people, it's going to look basically like a rocket ship no matter what. <laughs> um, but I, I, other pieces that I might look for are whether or not they make pour overs. Okay. Now, many of the coffee shops I know and love, especially locally, don't do pour overs because it's not the most efficient way to serve people coffee yeah. because it takes time. But when you can tell that people care about their coffee, versus all the things that they can add into their coffee, Mm. that's a really good indicator. Okay. So I am looking for what's being promoted. Are they showing black cups of coffee? Are they showing espresso? Um, And then I'm I'm looking at the space itself. Would I feel comfortable there? Uh, Would it maybe take me outside of my comfort zone? And would that be something that would be really cool to experience because I've never been in a space like this before? Um, Those are some of the things that I'm looking for when I scroll through Google. Now, I will also use social media to my advantage. I'll go to a city. Give me a random city. Um, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. That's a great one. I don't, off the top of my head, I don't have a coffee shop that I know in Cincinnati. So what I would do is I would go into Instagram and I'd plug in Cincinnati foodie or Cincinnati coffee. And oftentimes you'll find people that will have created an account just for their city. Doesn't mean that they're promoting all of the good stuff. It could still be all of the big name brands in the area, but that person is most likely informed 
most definitely more informed than I am about what's going on in their sure. city. And you can go to who they're following and find who they've like who is doing anything with coffee in the city. Okay. Um, and so I'll sometimes I'll look at who they're following and I'll type in coffee or I'll type in espresso or I'll type in and I'll just be looking for different companies locally. And I'll, I'll repeat that cycle until I find things that interest me. And you'll find different social media accounts that lend to maybe a coffee shop opened up within the past two months. They're brand new and they're just a coffee stand. But man, they're open today. They're on the side of the road and they, they've got their own merch. What is this place? Why are they so passionate about what they do? Why are they willing to make coffee on the side of the road? Yeah. Um, those are the things that get me really, really excited. And so if you start seeing a name also, if you start seeing a name or something being promoted two, three, four times, if you kind of keep coming back to that shop, does that also help you narrow down the list? Totally. Yeah. If you find a bunch of coffee shops are following the same coffee company, um, that is something that I look for. And I, I honestly, I'm just looking for stuff that piques my interest, but I am looking for things that fall into that specialty coffee world, sure. which just means that they care about their coffee. Um, I and, have a question and a suggestion. Go ahead. Is there an app that's like a specialty coffee shop concierge? There are some. There are. There where are you some. can just go look at the app and say, I'm in Orlando and find the map to where coffee. I love that you asked that question because there, there are a couple that exist, but they're not so full of, of resources. Um, or, or I guess they're not so full. They're not so full of examples, but I feel they're like they're not constantly could, updated. People feel like people could game that system too. Yeah. As opposed to what you're saying is just put in a little time and see totally. what people are voluntarily saying good things about or, right. But outside of like the Google and uh, using social media to my advantage, I'll also go and look at Sprudge. Which Sprudge is a widely known in the coffee community, coffee magazine. Um, they do a ton of stuff. Like one of the things that they did recently that I really loved was they did this, um, it was like a coffee bracket for like the best coffees. Oh. Now I'm just plugging Sprudge. Um, but they, they literally had all of these different types of coffee listed and just like basically March Madness yeah. allowed people to vote and it made its way all the way down to espresso versus V60. Guess which one won? Oh. I'm going to say V60. V60. Yes. But they do stuff like that. And it's really great. They have Spreggy Awards every year where they acknowledge like the best coffee social media account, uh, the best coffee documentary, the best coffee space. I had a buddy of mine. Shout out Dan Karam was nominated in 2019 for best new cafe, like in the world, with some cafes from all over the oh, place. Wow. Um, Main where, coffee. Where's he out of? He's out of, well, it's north of Miami, Boca Raton. Okay. Their coffee shop is amazing. They're a multi roaster, they have many coffees. Um, What's Sprudge? Sprudge is coffee magazine. I know, but what does Sprudge mean? Or oh. is it just a made up word? Sprudge is actually espresso sludge. So it's when your finely ground espresso, espresso is like, Sludgy. It's a portmanteau. Portmanteau. Awesome. Is that how you say that? Portmanteau. Poor man's toe. What the, what the pimento? <laughs> um, where were we? What were we talking know. about? Oh, we were talking about the app. We were talking <laughs> yeah, yeah. about uh, Spread going on yep. Spread. They have this archive where they'll update that a city is launching a new coffee shop. And it, they don't always do that. Sometimes it's for bigger coffee shops like Madcap. 
out in Portland, Seattle, um, somewhere like that. They'll let people know that these coffee companies are doing really cool things in Savannah, Georgia, or in Austin, Texas, and they'll throw it up there uh, on their blog that they have online. Okay. And so I'll just search the name of a city, and then they'll have all the different articles that they've written. So Sprudge is a is a go-to resource for you it when is. you're looking for a place. Okay. It is. All right. And any other final tips? The only other tip that I would say, besides just looking in advance, is bringing people with you. I know that we had different stories where I was able to go on this trip with a really close buddy of mine um, and a few other friends, yeah. and we have this shared experience that we reflect on all the time. Well, I love that. I love that idea because, in many ways, uh, that's one of the things that I wish I had was a companion when I was uh, visiting that shop in Boston. I mean, sharing it with somebody is always a better experience for me than doing it alone. Yeah, it's something really special to be able to have those experiences with people that you love around coffee. And, and coffee is so social that when you have people involved, for me, I feel like it's this permanent, what were we calling it? Life peak moment. Yeah. <laughs> Not necessarily life altering or life changing, but I just remember it as a, a very pinnacle apex type something i know that i'll never forget because it was that special but you have that same experience having gone on your own to this coffee shop but it was because you were outside of your comfort zone yeah. now i do have a question a follow-up did your friend aj is is he like now like a coffee fanatic because of that experience great question he is no that's awesome he is he moved to colorado and um he asked me for a list of coffee shops but he he had done some of his own research and now he has a whole pour over system he is in love with coffee and just in a different way. Yeah. But he'll show up to a coffee shop, grab a black cup of coffee, maybe a batch brew. And um, and he it's just it's wild because I remember him swearing off coffee. Like yeah. he will he will not consume it. And then that experience of getting that pour over made for him in Iceland changed does, everything. Does he have to put a Bon Iver record on every time he No. <laughs> That's Riley. Oh, okay. Yeah. Riley has to do that. Okay. Yeah. I too had that experience where I had to uh, uh, DM Josiah when I was in LA. Ooh, ask a friend. Yeah. Well, there you go. Josiah's that, like, he's my app. So I just, <laughs> I'm the app, <laughs> the funny. Josiah app. Yeah. And uh, yeah, because I became that guy. I became the guy that's like, friends would go, hey, you want to go to this second wave store? And I'm like, uh, <laughs> Josiah, where can I get some good coffee? And then my DM just blew up because <laughs> he had like at least a dozen. Yeah, find somebody that's excited about it and has some yeah. experience. And that third wave is just people caring about coffee on another level because second wave is coffee that is easy to get in a drive-thru. They're going to throw a bunch of stuff in it. But when you go to a place, like I said, and you're looking for a place that really cares about what they do with coffee, yeah. coffee's going to taste that much better. So our one big takeaway is really a list of a couple of things we could do for uh, experiencing new shops and new locales uh, for specialty coffee. So we want to keep our eyes open and be open to new experiences. That's right. Um, keep our eyes open and, and looking for something that might pique our interest. We're looking to do a little bit of research, Google, maybe look at some folks on the socials and yep. see who's following who in the world of coffee and experience it with a friend. We want to um, not keep it to ourselves, but 
everything's always better when you're bringing along a friend. Yeah, bring a friend experience with somebody or reach out to a friend, ask them where they can go or maybe pick up a magazine in a hotel lobby or like one of those pamphlets in a hotel yeah. lobby, walk through the city with nothing to do and find a coffee shop. Or DM Josiah directly and he'll <laughs> tell you where to go. Well, listen, if you have any advice or recommendations for somebody, uh, go ahead and send them our way. Check out at G2E podcast on basically any social media. And we'd love to hear your suggestions. We'd love to hear your favorite coffee shops. Yeah. Maybe we'll show up and interview maybe the cafe owners or baristas or coffee roasters from some of these c- coffee companies. It's a goal. It is a goal. And we're going to do it. We're going to do it. It's going to happen. All right, folks. We'll catch you on the flippity sip. Ground to Earth is produced by David Furry, Josiah Kent, and Roy Seringo. Editing by Roy Seringo and David Gardner. Video by Roy Seringo and David Gardner. Music is by David Furry, Riley Thornton, and Josiah Kent. Thanks for getting Ground to Earth with your hosts, Josiah Kent and myself, David Furry. See you next time.